Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Steve Reeve Podcast. With the best moments from the past week and a few things that didn't make it there. Tuesday. Did you happen to catch the Pop-Tarts mascot in that weird uh, interim week? Uh, between Christmas and New Year's. Uh, this has gone viral across the internet, across the entire globe. Uh, Kansas State ate a Pop-Tart mascot. Uh, it was bizarre to watch. If you didn't catch the video, just a quick recap of it, but I do recommend you watch because it pales in comparison to actually seeing this happen. But a giant toaster was wheeled out into the field. Music starts playing. Pop-Tart mascot comes out. Strawberry-flavored, I have to assume. As the Pop-Tart gets lowered back into the toaster, where it first emerged from, the top of the toaster, you know, when you put things in and then they pop back out, uh, they kind of reversed it. Holding a sign, dreams really do come true, which kind of adds a weird context to the whole thing. Kind of makes it seem a little suicidal. I don't know. It's weird. He's just into being eaten, okay? But then out of the side of the toaster, for some reason, instead of the top, the side of the toaster comes an edible version of the Pop-Tart mascot you just saw with all the team members basically dipping their hands right into that sugary frosting, whatever it is. The whole thing didn't actually seem like it was entirely edible. It was a bit weird. It was a bit weird. The commentators in the stadium were going, ah, can't wait to eat you, can't wait to eat It just got weird. So weird that Cheez-Its even gotten in on it just yesterday. uh, They were uh, showing off a Cheez-It mascot at the Citrus Bowl down in the States. Cheez-Its mascot apparently named Ched Z. Held up a sign saying non-edible mascot. Oh, oh, the hilarity. The reality is most mascots are not edible. All right. Only Pop-Tarts because he's into it. You've heard, I'm sure, by now, or if you haven't, you're going to this week, uh, about Mickey Mouse entering the public domain. This is kind of crazy. Uh, Specifically, the short film Steamboat Willie. Uh, You're probably at least somewhat familiar with it, or at least have seen The Simpsons parodying it with Itchy and Scratchy. Uh, But uh, Disney been around for 100 years as of last year. They were doing that big 100 years of wonder. It kind of celebration extends into this year as well. But Mickey Mouse and that film was 1928. And the copyright length at the beginning of when it was released was 56 years-ish, something like that. In that range for sure. You are doing your math right now in your head and you're going, hang on, 56 years, that's not 2024. What's going on there? Well, we'll get into it a little bit, but for now, just know that Steamboat Willie has, as of yesterday, entered the public domain. And that is why you might have started seeing Steamboat Willie's Willie everywhere on the Internet, which Disney just they just can't be too happy about. You're listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast Podcast. from 100.5 Cruise FM. Steamboat Willie business. So Steamboat Willie, this first film, the short film that featured Mickey Mouse, uh, is in the public domain as of yesterday. 
and this thing is kind of crazy because I have learned in my very quick research that twice now in history the Mouse House has lobbied to get copyright law in the U.S., which of course has international impact extended. Both times, just a handful of years before Mickey entered the public domain. Uh, so that basically directly caused the Copyright Act of 1976, as well as the 1998 Copyright Term Extension Act, which sounds exactly like what it is. Both of them extended the Mickey Mouse exclusivity by about 20 years, of course impacting all kinds of other things as well. Uh, but why didn't they just do that again ahead of yesterday with Steamboat Willie becoming part of the public domain? Well, because their mascot, Mickey Mouse, probably one of the most recognizable figures on the entire planet over the last hundred years and uh, well into the future, part of the public domain already, just in the sense that it's part of our uh, pop culture sensibility, worth about $15 billion to the Mouse House Company is just such a small slice of the entire Disney pie, though, that they just don't need to worry about it anymore. That's how crazy this is. If Disney acquires Amazon, we're all going to be owned by Disney one day. Jack White? He's teasing some brand new music. He previously released two solo albums in 2022 called Fear of the Dawn and Entering Heaven Alive, but uh, saying that there could be some new stuff for 2024. He's also asking if any other artist besides him has performed in every one of the 50 U.S. states, 48 contiguous and the two satellite ones, as well as all 10 provinces and three territories in Canada. Apparently, he is uh, documented as having done this, and he himself is questioning whether anybody has done it before him or if he's the first artist to do it. I'd be curious to know as well. And a drummer for Iron Maiden, Nico McBrain, uh, he was fearing the worst uh, in his drumming career at the beginning of last year, January of 2023. He suffered a stroke. He was partially paralyzed on one side and had to go through 10 weeks of intensive therapy to start being able to rehearse for the tour that Iron Maiden did last year. He opened up about it in a new interview with Metal Hammer magazine saying uh, he was not going to be able to play at first. He was convinced of it, but it was his wife and, of course, the band and everybody who supported him made him want to actually pursue it crazy wednesday mcdavid has made it to 900 points in his nhl career now all with the oilers of course he hasn't really moved around that much uh, but the milestone of 900 points was reached in his 602nd game pretty good pace pretty damn good uh making him the fifth fastest player to do it and uh, i guess that means that his eyes are now firmly fixed on the 1,000 points mark. Can take a few more games, of course, but in a legacy of only 98 players that have actually hit that mark in the history of the NHL. Started by Gordie Howe in the 1960-61 season. Um, you know, as cool as it would be to be that 100th player to hit 1,000 points, as an oiler, he's got to be eyeing number 99. Starting off with a reflection onto 2023, according to the British Phonographic Institute, so this is really about how uh, music was consumed by the British people, reflected by us Canadians as well. Uh, 2023 was a year dominated by women, by female acts. Uh, over the last 12 months, uh, best-selling albums and female musicians were dominating things for sure. But an interesting factor is that albums of the year, according to uh, streaming uh, numbers, is only including one album that actually came out in 2023 in the top 10, and it's a re-release. It's Taylor's version of 1989 by Taylor Swift. 
And that's in the third spot in the UK, uh, just behind Taylor Swift's Midnights from 2022 in the t- second spot, and The Weekend with the highlights from 2021 in the number one spot. Very interesting. Streaming making it harder to discover new music is the trend that's being seen here. And while that is British numbers, and there isn't such a comprehensive look at uh, Canadian streaming, it is reflected in the Spotify wrapped for Canadian uh, activities in 2023. Yeah, Midnight's Taylor Swift. 2022 release in the third spot there as well. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, Alexa. Play the Steve Reeve podcast. It has been two days since the Steamboat Willie version of Mickey Mouse entered the public domain. And uh, much like Winnie the Pooh, also owned by Disney, uh, got the treatment... Mickey will now be in no less than two weird indie horror movies, as well as at least one creepy-looking video game for good measure, and that's only what I'm aware of. What feels like the most bizarre thing about this eventuality, the copyright was always going to run out at some point, uh, is just how recognizable Mickey Mouse is across the planet. You can draw three circles in the right way, and chances are someone will know exactly who you're drawing instantaneously. Another case right here for reading up on a movie and what's in it before handing it right to your kids. Or else it's it's gonna be Deadpool 1 and 2 all over again. One thing you need to know about me is that I am a big fan of the works of J.R.R. Tolkien. Uh, Literally was read The Hobbit in (laughs) Euro. Not a joke. Actually did happen. Uh, And so, you know, I just I've always had love. And of course, the movies when they came out, I was working in a movie theater uh, here in town at the Ford Theater. No longer exists. Uh, But we were enjoying every one of those releases as they were coming out. Uh, And then, of course, there's the Hobbit movies, which are okay. Eh, they're okay, but maybe not going to be the choice for the your your big marathon of 11, 12, 13 hours long, like the extended editions for the original trilogy are. You probably got to that over the holidays. Some people have it as an end-of-the-year tradition, but some people leave it for today because January 3rd is John, Old, uh, John Ronald Ruel Tokian's birthday. Uh, you know, would have been uh, 1892 is when he was born. I didn't remember it even as a big Tolkien fan until I saw it on Twitter. People were celebrating it. And one person in particular, I saw a tweet today that said, Ah, today would have been his 132nd birthday. And while I do appreciate the sentiment, I just have to imagine that's not the case. Thursday. Now that I've discovered that this is a thing, I am thinking all about ice bikes. I I realize that's kind of like a big, broad category because you could get bikes, bicycles for the wintertime, the fat tire, you know, pushing through the snow and ice kind of things. But specifically, these are more like ice bikes with two front skates on the front. In fact, you know what? I don't know if you can call it a bicycle because there's only one wheel and then the two skates. There's three points of contact, whatever you want to call it. They look fun. And uh, Edmonton apparently has just picked up a few of these. They're going to be coming to a few of their parks. They made an announcement late last year, like December 29th, and they invite people for some winter riding fun. And no, I'm not saying I'm not saying we need to copy Capital City 
but these just look wicked. I imagine ripping around the skating track at Lions Park downtown huffing and puffing, you know? A little snowflake hitting my face now and then. So, RMWB, let's get some. Let me know when they arrive. Thanks in advance for your attention to this important matter. Yeah, I haven't done it in a while, but I have definitely been known to uh, do a little diving through the cheap bins of DVDs, Blu-rays, and stuff. Uh, now, I was reading about it. Uh, they were, we gave the heads up last year, but it's begun already. Surprising some people at how quick it's happened. Best Buy, in particular, is beginning to remove their physical media from stores. The stands are going to be gone. You know, obviously going to use that space for something that gets a little bit more attention. Um, and I genuinely rage against it, even though I know it doesn't really directly affect me much. It, very little. Obviously, we don't even have one to start, but if the trend truly does take off, uh, those of us who actually like to own the molecules of various media, uh, it's a bit sad. It is uh, a bit sad. The truth is, you gotta be honest with yourself, I've only picked up a handful of Blu-rays in the last several years, but... They have all been movies that I need to be able to watch again, that I know that I love it that much, I have to support it, gotta have it in the collection, maybe even to show somebody, never wanna have the barrier of like, let me just look this up, hold on, let me just search for it. Wait, no, let me try a different service. No, it's on there, not on there either. Happens more and more these days, but uh, streaming services, digital media stores, they have not really had a great track record for reliable libraries of stuff, have they, right? It was all sold to us back in the day, supposed to be the never-ending digital video store, a catch-all cultural archive of films and TV, but really, really it's just turning millions of people back into pirates. Thanks for listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. Tony Iommi is in the news. Uh, that Fresh from a performance with Queen's Brian May for Paranoid. Uh, they did that for a Sky Arts documentary, apparently, but that's not even the story. Uh, Tony Iommi has said that, that the details are here about a box set of Black Sabbath albums from the Tony Martin era. Of course, not the Ozzy Osbourne era, uh, but uh, he put out a message for New Year's saying, hey, here are the details. May. May is when this box set is going to be coming out, and uh, the uh, you know ability to put some money down on it sure to follow soon after. Uh, it's Elvis Presley in the news because of the hologram show that's going to show up in London this year, the very first showing of the Elvis Evolution Show, which is using hologram technology, really Pepper's Ghost technology, which is a very, very old technique using uh, sheets of glass or stretched uh, mesh and projections to make it appear like holograms are on stage. He's also going to be, uh, you know, AI'd up, of course, to uh, make this a reality, which very much reminds me of a scene of the future Las Vegas from Blade Runner 2049, but that's neither here nor there. Sad news for Rage Against the Machine fans, Brad Wilk of the band has uh, ripped off the band-aid and declared that Rage Against the Machine will not be touring or playing live again. This in the midst of fans waiting to hear about the rescheduled dates for a bunch of concerts that were cancelled last year. Apparently you can beat Tetris? Middle school aged kid from Oklahoma is apparently the first person ever to beat the classic Nintendo Entertainment System specifically version of Tetris. It's been 34 years. The game doesn't actually have an ending, like a programmed, you did it, congratulations or anything, but if you play long enough and you get to the 157th level, it will reach a point where the game just crashes, and that is considered, since it was discovered in 2021, the end of the game. You can't go any further than that. And the achievement had only ever been done by computers. 
until now. 13 years old, first person to ever do it. Now, I don't want to take away from the accolade. I don't want to ruin the kid's uh, amazing, amazing uh, achievement. But I have to imagine he's not the actual first person to do it on the planet. Just the first documented person, which is important enough. But you have to imagine that way back in the 80s, when people were originally playing this without the internet, that some kid somewhere reached that final stage, the game crashed, and they went, huh, and restarted it and played again. Friday. Bit of an awkward moment as a real-life Home Alone scenario played out in the world. <laughs> I didn't know this until I saw a tweet. Somebody said, The fact that we assume that the uh, plot of Home Alone where a young child is, uh, well, really, the second movie, uh, put on the wrong airplane and put into the wrong destination, couldn't happen in a modern world. Uh, they didn't account for Spirit Airlines existing in a modern world. Yeah, apparently, somebody's been fired for putting a six-year-old kid on the wrong flight. Now, I mean, thankfully... It wasn't in a different state. It was the same state. It was 160 kilometers away, uh, or miles, I guess. So that's a little bit longer, a little bit further. But uh, Fort Myers was where he was supposed to show up, instead landing at Orlando. Yeah. Grandma, who was supposed to pick him up from the airport, none too happy about the situation. Don't worry. Kid was found very, very quickly, and it was a non-incident other than, yeah, real-life Home Alone actually occurred in the world. Are snow days even a thing anymore? Are they ever gonna be a thing again? Luckily, I've got somebody who is in school, at least going back to classes next week, as I understand it. Uh, joining me, Maya, student shadow, snow days. Uh, have you ever even had one? No. No, never, okay. Not once in my life, and it's never going to happen. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we were just talking about this, and you dashed my, my hopes and dreams for the children. But uh, I, today, is I'm reminded of it, because there is some snow now. Admittedly, there's nowhere near enough snow right now to justify a snow day. But then that's like the point. We don't really get that much snow. No, we don't. Very we rarely don't. In, a, in a day out of a surprise and like, you know, making it so people can't even get where they're going. Um, but you know what? I, when I was a kid, we got like one or two actual snow days and they were the best. It was like a gift being told, you don't have to go in today. You you can do whatever you want, play video games, whatever. I loved it. Um, nowadays, especially since the technology kind of got beefed up during the pandemic years, it's all, hey, check into class from home. Remote roll call. Um, is that, you know... Is that I, it is? <laughs> you know what? If we actually had a snow day, then yeah, that's basically how it would be. It'd be, be, be COVID-19, like, just go home, check in the class, get out. Yeah. <laughs> well, that depresses me deeply, just because I, I, you know, I've got such a, you know, cherished memory of what a snow day could possibly be. And uh, as someone who has kids, or sorry, as someone who does not have kids, obviously, I should know what's going on for, uh, for all the different parents out there. I imagine being told, no, no, your kid doesn't go to school today is actually actually probably more of a more of a problem for parents than it is like a joyful experience maybe just a few maybe but just a for few. the kids for the kids i have hope maya i <laughs> hope that no, actually i don't have hope i don't want it to be that snowy it's, well it, we'll it, never have too much snow but our snow day our snow day can be like a day where it's just extremely cold right your okay. car just yeah, doesn't yeah. start when the when it's literally a deep freeze out there minus 50 yeah absolutely stay home you're listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. Well, we're zeroing in on KISS for the music news headlines this morning, uh, mainly because we're starting with Ace Freely, who has played with them, but has also had a lot of beef with the bandmates. Uh, and he says that they're 
going to be looking like imbeciles when his new album comes out in 2024. Specifically, he says, creating amazing music is the best way to combat someone putting you down. That's how I shut them up. That remains to be seen. Looking forward to hearing it. Kiss, of course, also in the news because of the end of an era. 50 years after their debut album came out in January of 1974, uh, this year they are going to be wrapping up all of their touring completely and supposedly never touring again, but that is uh, legitimate because they've said that the avatars, much like the ABBA avatars, the KISS avatars are going to be coming and performing for them for the rest of time, presumably, but there's now a date for when that's going to be starting. You're going to be able to look forward to buying tickets to see KISS but not KISS starting 2027. Maya, a student in town, joining me all through the morning today. Uh, thanks again for hanging out. You're not uh, back in classes. Like, school's not starting until Monday, as I know it, as I understand it. So you're still kind of in holiday break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah technically, yeah. <laughs> <We're> still- <laughs> I'm like, what does that even mean? What does holiday break mean now? I'm so far removed from being in school that... Um, uh, is it, so it's still like the two weeks thing I saw on the schedule, but weird this year that it seemed like it started... Um, so close to Christmas. I thought that it was usually like a week before Christmas and a week after and then back to school and back to life early January. Yeah, exactly. It's it's usually like that. No, this year they decided to like completely move us and start us on like the 22nd or 23rd. Yeah, yeah. Just right, right before yeah. Christmas. Uh, like... As, are you happy with that? Or like, are the kids? Did they? Were they? No, happy, no one was happy. happy. No one was happy. No one's happy. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm like, what? Is, how do people feel about it? You know, me personally, I like that week before. I yeah. like that week before. Yeah, week before. You know, a week after. Yeah, totally. I, that's how like I remember it uh, when I was younger. And I, I, you know, two weeks. We were we were just talking about it. Is two weeks long enough? Who is gonna say no? No to no, that, right? right. Who's, who's gonna want less? Here's a question for you that, uh, like, a thought experiment: Would you take a shorter holiday vacation, a holiday, uh, you know, winter holiday, if it meant getting out of school just that much sooner into the summer? Only if is my fair only trick? only if my summer's just as long, right? You know, okay. yeah, yeah. that's that's the only thing. If you're gonna make my summer shorter. It- if I'm gonna get out earlier, How then dare. no. Yeah, no. Absolutely not. Transmission over. One more Steve. New podcast episodes happen every Friday, or just tune into the Steve Reeve Show. Weekday mornings starting at 5:30 a.m. on 100.5 Cruise FM.